The Bear Essentials Podcast gives older bears a place to gather for real talk regarding topics and issues that they can relate to. Here at The Bear Essentials, we aren't just having conversations. We are looking to provide actionable intelligence through real-life experience and expertise of our guests. Our mission is to build a strong community that elevates and motivates people to go beyond their limiting beliefs by helping them realize that getting older is not an excuse to hibernate on their goals, but a reason to work harder. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Charles Wallace. Today's guest is an explorer, an adventurer, and a storyteller. From running 17 marathons in 17 consecutive days to rowing across the busiest shipping lane in the world, the English Channel, to summoning some of the world's most notable mountains, such as Mount Kilimanjaro and Mount Blanc, he has conquered numerous endurance feats. His endeavors have resulted in over 40,000 pounds raised for charity and support from numerous highly respected figures in the adventure world. His latest project, Running the Seven Continents, will see him travel to many of the most extreme environments on Earth, from deserts to polar climates. To put it into perspective, more people have been to space than have run a marathon on all of the seven continents. And he's still only 23 years old. So without further ado, let's jump into my interview with Louis Alexander. But first, a word from our sponsor. The Bear Essentials Podcast is sponsored by Fire Beast Jerky. With flavors ranging from tropical flair to sweet reaper, Fire Beast has something for all jerky lovers. And with over 30 years of experience making small batch, big flavor jerky, Fire Beast is sure to deliver quality, affordable jerky directly to your doorstep anywhere in America. So head on over to firebeastjerky.com and be sure to use code BEAR10 at checkout and receive 10% off your order from Fire Beast, the heat that is sweet. Hey, Louie, how you doing? Thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Happy to be here, Charles. Thanks. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. So I've been following you a bit on social media, on LinkedIn specifically, and I've I've seen some of these incredible things you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish. And I thought you would be an amazing guest to have on to talk a little bit to my audience about not only what you're doing, but also the mindset and what goes into being able to accomplish that. So could you just uh, give a little bit of an introduction about yourself to the audience? Absolutely. My name is Louis Alexander. I'm a British explorer. I'm 23 years old. I've been very lucky to complete adventures from running 17 marathons in 17 days to rowing the English Channel to climbing some of the world's most notable mountains to uh, swimming from Europe to Asia. Um, but I'm now embarking on my greatest project today, which is to run seven marathons on seven continents um, in support of Alzheimer's Research UK. And um, there's around 400 people in the world that have completed this project, but no one in history has ever done it in the fashion and in the extreme remote locations I'm currently undertaking. So I've completed three uh, chapters so far through the deserts in Africa and Asia. And most recently I was in Alaska, so I was over in North America. Um, and I'm preparing now to to head out to the Australia Outback next month for the Oceania leg. Man, Louie, and you know what's amazing? Another reason why I want to have you on, um, as you can see, I'm I'm only a little bit older than you by, you know, maybe almost three times older than you. <laughs> but um, I, I talk to a lot of, um, you know, similar similar age men and we talk a lot about mindset and things like that and that was another thing that interested me about having you on i listen kudos to you my friend as young as you are to be embarking on these things already i mean 
hell, I was at your age. I was, I was glad to just have a job. You know what I mean? Like the things that you're doing are really, really amazing. And your family must be extremely, extremely proud of you. So, so good on you and really good on you giving myself and anybody watching this a lot of hope for our future generation. So, so thank you for that. That's incredibly kind. Thank you. I, I really, I really appreciate those words. Um, that, I mean, that's exactly it. It's something I've realized. I mean, my journey only began really four years ago with these adventures, which I'm sure we'll get into, but finding your purpose in life is so rare, right? For anyone at any age, but to find it so young, um, you know, I'm 23 now, it's not an opportunity I'm going to throw away. So that's why I take everything I'm doing so seriously, because not only obviously are the, the challenges, you know, very dangerous and, and quite serious, but the behind the scenes and everything, the, the impact it can have on people, the impact it can have on charity and be able to live my dream and chase my purpose at 23 years old, that that's not an opportunity I'm ever going to throw away. So that's why I take what I do quite seriously. It's absolutely inspiring, Louie, honestly. And it, 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 it just even, you know, the, obviously doing a little bit of research about you prior to having this discussion, I was kind of in my mind, I was like, man, like this kid is, is is really doing it so so you say it's only started around four years ago obviously hell you're you're young enough it couldn't have been much sooner than that so so what's the first thing like when's what starts to put this in your brain about embarking on doing these things so people yeah people often ask was i adventurous as a kid and the answer was no i, I was sporty as a child but i was never necessarily adventurous um but my journey really began um when i was 19 years old i had the opportunity to climb mount kilimanjaro which is the tallest freestanding mountain in the world, 5,895 meters tall. And that really was sparked because of um, I failed my final school exams and, and I failed and flopped these final, uh, what we call A-levels. And I was always a good kid at school, worked incredibly hard, but I got to these final exams and I just simply wasn't good enough. And I'd worked really hard, but I just failed and flopped them. And um, that was quite painful at the time for I'd let my teachers down, my parents down, and most of all myself down. And I remember when I was 18 years old getting these results and I just refused to let them define the end of my childhood and define the start of my adulthood. So over the next couple of months, I began Googling what are the top five toughest things you can do, what are the top 10 toughest things you can do. And across a bunch of those lists was, was Mount Kilimanjaro, as I mentioned. And yeah, I was very lucky after months of training and after a week of climbing at 19 years old, I, I climbed the tallest freestanding mountain in the world and I summited and I returned home from Africa with this this brand new found passion for adventure, but actually a brand new found passion for life. It it completely changed everything, Charles. I won't lie. Um, and then over the next few years, it had built into a hobby, and I got into uh, sort of ultra marathons and endurance sports. And this was all behind the scenes. And then in the forefront, I was just trying to work things out. I was trying different jobs, across different industries, trying to pursue different careers, and just none of them were working out. And I was actually failing all of them, not failing because I was fired, that that never happened, but failing because I simply wasn't enjoying them. They just, you know, they weren't for me. And um, it got to a bit of a crossroad at the end of 2021. So about 15 months ago, when I realized I actually only have one real passion in life, and that is these adventures. And I asked myself, can I make a career, a career out of it? And very proud to say on the 16th of November 2021, I took that leap. And ever since then, things have been working out. So now you said something that makes me want to kind of step back maybe a little further because sure. it's really, really, really insightful what you said. And I'm very, obviously, I'm really impressed with you in general, but what you just said makes me even be more impressed. The fact that you talk about, even at that young of an age, not mm -hmm. letting those failures kind of mm -hmm. define 
what your childhood was, but maybe more importantly, not defining, you know, the start of your adulthood. Mm-hmm. Louis, that's pretty insightful for someone that young. Where where do you think that came from? That's a great question. That uh, my parents have these great stories of when I was a kid. Um, and we, my dad used to take me to the park when I was really young, and, and I would go um with a football, and I would say, "Oh, I'm not stopping until I get 20 keepy uppies or 20, 50, whatever it was, whatever the number was." And I would be there sometimes for hours, and like to the point where our dog was like asleep on in the park and whatever it was, and and I just would never stop. So I. I think some of that mentality, which I now I can sort of see I, I still carry today, has is, is always been there. Um, but it's, it's a great question. This is one I'm still trying to work out. That, that's the truth. I don't have all these answers. Um, that's, that's, yeah, that's the truth. Hey, and that's okay. I mean, I think it's just, it's amazing that you, even though we none of us have all the answers, right? And I can tell you that from your future. Don't think when you're around 50 like me that you're going to have all the answers. You'll just have new questions. I'll put it to you that way. Um, but I think with your your insights that you're already gaining at this young age, you're you're definitely going to be more equipped to handle any questions that come your way. Um, I just think the, like I said, the insight and even quite frankly the the courage, because I think it's easy for anybody, even someone young like you, to to really let that define you. So, so okay, so you're like, no, it's not going to define me. You you head on, you do Kilimanjaro. You, you have some in between where you're trying other things. What's the final, I'll call it not maybe the final straw that really goes, okay, I'm moving now full, full bore into this, into these adventures. What what was the final thing that pushed you? There was, there was a moment in 2021 where I climbed, we have a, there's a mountain in South Wales here called, uh, it's more of a hill actually, but it, it's called Penny Fan. Um, I climbed it, it takes about two hours or so on average to climb, maybe an hour and a half, but I climbed it 10 times nonstop whilst wearing a 10 kilo weighted vest. And I was doing it in honor of, um, in support, in support of a charity called Walking with the Wounded, who I'm very proud to support as an ambassador. And, um, and I climbed it 10 times nonstop and I had these, incredible five people turn up and I put on social media if anyone would like to join more than welcome and five people turned up and I remember my dad turning to me when he was there it took me around 18 19 hours in the end of just non-stop going up and down this mountain but I remember my dad turning to me and saying like in the world of business that he's known he's never seen this sort of support where people are just turning up to support some kid um, and they didn't ask for anything in return. They didn't want anything. All they wanted to do was just be there and support. They said they were going to be there on messages, and then they actually turned up. And that's a huge thing, as we all know. It's very easy, as you said, to say something, but actually to do it and turn up in the pouring rain in, in the mountains in Wales. People actually turned up, and that was a big moment. And it opened up my eyes and opened my my parents' eyes to to how supportive this world is. And you know, as you said, as you mentioned a few times, you know, being twenty three, I'm definitely the youngest. You know, one of the youngest people in this adventure space. Um, and whereas in most worlds, from what I've been told, you might get pushed away by uh, older generations because, you know, your competition or, or whatever it might be and you're stealing opportunities. What I've experienced has been the total opposite. It's just been people taking me under their wing, offering advice, giving mentorship guidance. It's just been incredible. And obviously, while I was doing this hobby for two years or so, and the challenges were progressively getting builder, I was also, uh, bigger. I was also progressively building behind the scenes and learning how to raise money for charity, learning how to find little bits of press and learning even how to find sponsorship and in the behind the scenes with the business side. So when I got to that November stage, it, it was very much like on the forefront, I had nothing where I failed all these different jobs and things weren't working out. But really, I guess the answer was always there behind the scenes where I did know what I really loved and what I had. And I'd 
been building up slowly. So interesting to me is the things you're doing, obviously you have to have a lot of desire, a lot of mental toughness, things like that. I'm curious, would you say that it's, it's internally driven that mental toughness, that, that strength, or is it more that you have some of that and you gain additional strength by the outside world, that support that comes in? I think it's the latter. Definitely. I think uh, Ben Saunders, he's an incredible polar explorer. I'm not sure if you've had him on on here, but um, if not, you definitely should. He um, he told me this incredible advice when I was really young and he told me um, resilience, it's like a muscle. The, the more you train it, the stronger it gets. And, you know, lots of people do believe that the mindset you're born with is, is that's it. Whereas I do disagree. Um, I do think it, it you grow with it and, you know, from my experience, the more I do these challenges, the more my confidence builds. Um, and then with that confidence comes ability. That's what I always say. Um, and, you know, look at some of the challenges I did last year and I was, I was so nervous for them because I cared so much. Um, and often the way I've done things is I've I've not done things by halves. I've, I've gone all for it. And like last year, the first ever swim I did was I decided to swim the Hellspont, which is one of the busiest shipping lanes in the world. And it separates Europe and Asia. Um, and I had this incredible opportunity to swim it at 22 years old, which was the same age as Lord Byron when he first completed the swim over 200 years ago. He was the first person to do it. And they only closed this shipping lane for two hours every year. So this was my one opportunity last year to do it at the same age. And I was just so, so nervous at the the start line. But now I look back and the few things I've done since then and experience definitely for me has, has added to my confidence with these challenges. And actually in my personal life as well, and with that confidence has then come ability because then you have more, as you said, courage, you have more, um, you have, you have more sort of passion, more purpose in what you're doing because you more self-belief. That's, that's the truth of it. Mm. So again, I doing all these things, mm-hmm. I'm curious because all of it, amazing, difficult things. I wanted to ask you as you're doing these things, Can you talk a little bit about during the process of doing it? I'm sure like anybody, there's some darkness that creeps in, some doubt. Mm -hmm. How how do you handle that? And what are those conversations like with yourself when you're feeling like maybe that's too much? That's That's a tough question. There, of course, there's been tough moments. There always are on these challenges. And whenever people ask me, oh, I'm doing my first marathon, this, that, how should I prepare? I always say, well, make sure the first time you hit that wall and you have that tough moment, don't let it be on the challenge because that's when people get overwhelmed. And overwhelmed is like the number one reason why people give up and quit. Um, so always put myself in that place during my training and preparation. But also there's a very simple question I ask myself when I do hit that space. And it's why are you here? Who chose for you to be here and i'm very lucky to say that for all those answers for everything i've done so far it's always been my choice um everything i've done is is because i wanted to do it and i mean probably one of the toughest moments we could talk about was um last year at the start of last year i ran 17 marathons in 17 consecutive days and i was i was doing it in honor of uh, 17 years my, my grandfather lived with dementia and on day 10 i woke up with shin splints and a chest infection and a fever 
And I remember everything changed. The first nine days had gone really smoothly. I'd actually somewhat been enjoying it, which sounds ridiculous. And then on day 10, everything changed. And I remember waking up and I couldn't even stand up. You know, my my shins were like glass. And then I had to go out and run 26.2 miles. And I remember just asking myself, why are you here? And the reason was, well, I want to be here. And that that responsibility and that answer, that's quite a powerful thing. Um, you can't look at anyone else. You can't put the blame on anyone else. The blame, if there is any, is simply on you and you have full responsibility. And for me, that's pretty simple. That there's there's no option but to keep going. The, you know, failure at that point and quitting certainly is never an option. So, Louie, has there ever been any, a lot of triumphs, has there ever been anything that you look back that, Maybe it wasn't a triumph. Maybe you didn't complete it or you had to, you know, you failed and you had to try to do it again. And what, what did you learn from it? Truthfully, since uh, I started these adventures, no, there hasn't been anything where I haven't met the standards and the expectations that I set. Um, I think the, one of the reasons for that is I've been very progressive and calculated what everything I'm doing. Um, for example, one of my goals is to climb Everest, um, but I'm not going to go and do that next year. Um, you know, the reason I did Kilimanjaro and then Mont Blanc and Tubka, Grand Paradis, all these smaller mountains is because I understand I've got to build up my experience. I'm not naive that thinking just because I'm fit and healthy, I can go out and, and do these incredible top 1% things because I know it takes time. Um, and I think because I'm a little bit younger, I've I've got that time to my advantage where I can afford to, to build things progressively. And um, yeah, that's probably the answer to that. Um, but also I, I do put a lot of preparation in um before and you know this current project you know most recently i was in alaska uh you know two marathons before that were both through the desert and there were tough moments there were some moments of doubt absolutely from not just from me but my support crew uh for example in, in the desert in africa i was chased by a pack of wild dogs um and there were moments like that which i'm now learning more and more are outside of my control and although i can be physically and mentally as prepared as possible being chased by a pack of wild dogs was something I never had even considered. Um, and, and something like that, of course, there might be moments maybe one day where uh, failure is sort of taken out of my control, where um, that responsibility is, is on something else, whether that's wildlife or nature, whatever it might be. Yeah, I had to. Um, you caught me off guard with that one, being chased by a pack of wild dogs. And the, the calmness in which you said it might have uh, caught me more off guard. I'll be totally honest with you. That That's right. Wow. Um, all right. So you talk a lot about preparation. Uh, what what goes in? Because it's uh, you're I guess you're not always preparing maybe for an adventure or maybe you are. But what? I wanted to, what is more of your daily, your day to day, right? Just your kind of just general preparation, like that keeps you fit and healthy. Sure. So there's, there's two main sides now to, to what I'm doing when, um, when I'm at home essentially. And because I'm very lucky now to have uh, picked up a few sponsors and I'm doing this full time and able to put my full focus on, onto just these adventures. So the first side is obviously the training and the physical preparation. Um, on average, I train five days a week and I also, I'm very lucky to be sponsored by a company called the body lab and they have, um, cryotherapy, hyperoxygen chamber. So these incredibly high scientific recovery facilities. So I do that weekly as well. Um, so 
some points that's been up to 10 hours of training a week and up to 10 hours of recovery which you know as you, as you can imagine when I, I you know I completely understand people who also juggling that with a full-time job or family that's incredibly hard to to manage and I understand that um and then the other side for my day-to-day is sort of the um the behind the scenes um or business side of sponsorship press and um opportunities such as today to to share my story and a little bit more about what I'm doing wow yeah I um Again, it's a lot of a lot, not just preparation, a lot of like wisdom and knowledge goes in. I, I I think, you know, I me personally, I think I found out a little bit later in life that recovery was probably more important than than just the actual, you know, working out. And probably if I would have realized that sooner, I would have probably been in a better spot. Uh, so I'm glad to hear that you've um, you're, you're you're at that level already. Uh, so. recovery is is so key and i've not i didn't ever start doing it because of out of injury i just started doing it because i know my goals and where i want to go with what i'm doing um i need to take care of my body and my mind from from an early age because um of course these challenges do put a lot of pressure on both your body and mind and yeah very very lucky in that sense to to have access to these facilities it's fantastic and i'm glad you're taking advantage of it so all right. So one of the things I've been dying to ask you is out of all the adventures you did, what would you say is the hardest? The hardest I, I would up there would probably be when I climbed Mont Blanc last year. Um, now Mont Blanc, tallest mountain in Western Europe. It's definitely not the hardest mountain in the world, but um, there are, you know, it's definitely one of the most dangerous mountains out there. And there are sadly several fatalities every year. Um, actually, I think it's close to 100. So it is quite a dangerous mountain, certainly not one to to be taken um, lightly. And we had quite a tough experience, actually, on summit day, where there was a crevasse which opened up um, on the French side, which meant we had to go around the long way around across the Italian side. And we had high winds um, and we also had to traverse across some live ice. And I remember I was luck at this point, um, someone from our group had dropped out. So it was just me one-on-one with a guide. And um, I remember we were going across this live ice, which is something I'd never done before. And he he turned to me at this point and we were roped together. And he said, if either of us go, we can't catch each other at this point. And this is someone who's been climbing 25 years professionally, one of the best guides in the Alps. And when he says that with quite a, a deadpan face and looks you right in the eyes when you're in the middle of, you know, quite the top of a mountain, um, that was quite a scary moment. And at that point, you know, you can either freeze or you can just completely focus. Um, and luckily, my instant reaction was just to focus. But I, that was probably one of the most dangerous moments of my career so far. Wow. And has anything like that has it made you question yourself or, 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 or doing anything or, or doing more dangerous things? Does it, does it scare you a little bit or are you just more like, as long as I'm prepared uh, and controlled, I can control. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Sometimes, you know, fear is a real thing. I don't, I'm not one of these people that say, Oh, I experience no fear whilst I'm running through a desert or a climb mountain. Not at all. You know, these, these, these incredible environments will always win, you know, You'll never be them, but you can maybe survive them. And I made myself a promise, actually, when I was going up Mont Blanc, that if I did summit and get down, I, w- I would never climb it again. I would, I would be grateful for that occasion to to summit. Um, but yeah, thing, things like the desert, of course, um, when I ran through Africa, it was close to 40 degrees um, Celsius. And, you know, as a redhead, you can imagine I don't deal with uh, the sun particularly well. But, you know, people were telling me after about the risk of cardiac arrest and things at like that heat. 
you know, 26.2 miles of zero shade and just extreme heat. I, I was pouring water onto my hat and I would put it onto my hat. And by the time I put it on, it had evaporated. Um, and that was incredibly tough. But when I got home, people would tell me the risk of cardiac arrest and all these, you know, quite serious things. Um, so, of course, it's serious and I, I don't brush those off. Um, I just simply try and put that more focus into then my preparation and planning and and hopefully as I'm growing then I can build more more serious support crews of taking medical staff with me and things like that and so future looking forward to the future is there is there anything that you've kind of thought about that I know you mentioned Everest but is there anything that you're kind of like you know what this would be the ultimate the most epic this is the this is the one, this is the biggest thing I want to try to do. The, the truth is there's so many of those right now. So it's just trying to work out which one it is. But what I mean, my, my focus this year is completing the seven marathons on seven continents. So as I mentioned, I've done three so far and I've got four remaining. I'm working towards Antarctica at the end of this year where, you know, I'll run hopefully in the windiest, coldest and driest continent on earth, which is Antarctica. So that's always been one of my goals since I was, uh, well, for the last few years has been to to visit Antarctica I mean, the opportunity to run a marathon there is, you know, simply incredible. Um, so I think when I finished that, that might be the end of my running chapter. So at that point, I would have done the seven continents, a few ultra marathons and the 17 and 17 days. So I think I might switch more towards swimming. Um, and as I mentioned, uh, mountaineering, I think those are two sports which I'm going to focus a little bit more on. But when I did this swim last year, although it was the quickest challenge and the shortest out of the others, it was simply incredible. The freedom I felt when I was swimming across a shipping lane, it just sounds ridiculous. And I'm not sure I still haven't worked out the right words to to put to it, but it just was, it was just amazing. That's all I can say. Um, So I think swimming is something I want to look at. Um, I'm doing the Alcatraz. I'm actually coming back over to America in June to do the Alcatraz and and looking at doing another um, shipping lane as well this August. So um, in between the runs, so swimming and mountaineering, um, but also exploring for the sake of exploring and maybe not always having to have the word challenge associated with it, but there's many countries and places that I want to explore. Well, that's, I'm, I'm looking forward to following you along on your journey, Lily. I really, really am. Um, so I kind of want, I, I, I ask this a lot with all my guests and someone like yourself has a lot of accomplishments. What, what advice would you give to someone who may be struggling in an area of confidence, maybe it's weight, something or other, they just can't seem to find their purpose in life. What would your advice be to that person? Such an important question. I think one of the reasons this, I, I, I can't give the answer to everyone, but all I can do is relate to, to my personal experience. But the reason I, I feel what I'm doing now worked out for me is because for those first two years when I was doing this as a hobby, no one was watching. It was just me. And I was doing it simply because I loved it. Uh, you know, apart from my mum and a couple of my mates or whatever, no one knew what I was doing and no one was interested. And, you know, I'm not saying now that uh, everyone's watching, but, you know, that now there's there's a few more responsibilities and pressures with, with sponsors and representing charities and things like that. Um, but for me, when no one was watching, I just simply did it because I wanted to and, and I loved it. Um, and it's so hard to find that, but I think it all starts with just taking a leap and taking that risk and, you know, climbing Kilimanjaro when I was 19 and reflection was quite an um, ambitious thing to do when I had no mountaineering experience, but it just started with just 
committing and that was it and I just simply signed up online you know from my comfy little flat in London and then you know before you know it, a few months later you're in Africa and summiting you know one of the seven summits um, so I think it just starts with taking a leap and then committing to it and I look at so many people you know I'm very lucky now to get a few messages from people who ask for advice for different things and although I'm certainly not the one to go to for running advice because I'm still a terrible runner I do say that just start, just get to the start line because so many people give up before they even reach the start line. I think actually more people fail before they get to the start line than actually fail during a marathon, which is just heartbreaking because it's just it's just heartbreaking because you never know what that marathon or that experience can do to someone. So I would just say take that leap and commit to it and fully commit. Getting to the start line is often half the work. And once you're there, it's it's your victory lap. Enjoy it. That's such great advice, Lily. Really, really great advice. So, okay. So, how can the folks watching, listening, how can how can they keep up with with you, Lily? Sure. So, Instagram, LinkedIn, as you mentioned, my Instagram is Louis Alexander Explorer. Uh, I'm trying to get into YouTube and TikTok and these things as well. I understand it's uh, a big part of it now, but um, as as you mentioned, with these challenges, it you know the progressive they're getting bigger and bigger. But I've I've got to learn, and I'm slowly understanding more and more the importance of storytelling, and that's something some advice I've been given from my mentors that you know it's it's very easy to go and do these challenges, but then to use them to have an impact and create a story that's the hard part. And I'm slowly getting better in it, and hopefully this <laughs> podcast be being relatively interesting uh, for yourself and if anyone's listening. But um, yeah, social media is I'm on all of them. Fantastic. So, Louie, thank you again. It's been a treat for me. Uh, again, an older guy like me getting to speak to a younger individual who has already accomplished so much. I again, I uh, kudos to you, to your to your parents. Amazing, amazing job. Um, you if if they hear this, you you've raised an incredible young man. Uh, you should be extremely proud. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of value out of this, Louie. I really do. And I think it just goes to show that it's really not even about age, right? I think we can all learn from each other. And I think, you know, someone like you, even being young, you're, you're teaching a lot of us older individuals uh, a lot about ourselves. And, and it's not too late for us to, to make changes and do some really, really incredible things with our life. So, so Louie, thank you for all of that. I'm really looking forward to getting this out to everyone. Um, so everyone who's watched it, follow Louie. I'm sure you're going to be in for a treat and seeing some amazing, amazing things. And thanks again for watching and take care. Bye. This has been The Bare Essentials. Thanks for listening. And remember, never hibernate on your goals. 